the difference between waterless and rinseless wash. Hi, I'm Ivan. I'm Nick. And this is the DIY Detail Podcast. Today, we're going to delve into why we have a waterless and a rinseless and what's the difference between the two of them? Because there is a really big difference. The hottest product these days is our waterless wash. I've been actually pleasantly surprised because, I don't know, detailers don't use waterless washes all that much. At least I never did. But we're getting such good feedback from detailers and enthusiasts. The smell's amazing. Our waterless wash is ceramic infused. I'm just actually really excited that people are loving it so much. But we still get a lot of questions. Well, can I use this as this? And can I use that as that? And, uh... There's no one better to answer those questions than Mr. LaCroix. So let's start off. The rinseless wash, you know, ours has been since the beginning of us, but waterless washes and rinseless washes have coexisted for almost 30 years now. And the waterless wash actually predated the rinseless wash. There was waterless washes around a lot longer before. There is a substantial chemical difference between the two of them. And one of the easiest ways of thinking about it and you know visualizing this chemical difference is a rinseless wash is designed to be used with a wet wash media so your wash media be it the legacy sponge be it a mitt be it a microfiber towel has to be wet with the product to be used with it whereas a waterless wash you have no water your wash media is actually dry you're using a dry microfiber towel now, the chemical package that allows one or the other is very different. And we have the question, you've answered the question a lot of, I, I've answered the question a lot is, well, why can't I just concentrate the rinseless wash a little more and it'll do the job? There are some companies that tell you to do that. And while it does work, it's not the ideal situation. It's not the best way of doing it because the wireless wash has a very different emulsifier package that breaks down and encapsulates that dirt. Whereas the rinseless has more surfactants. So if you over concentrate the rinseless, you're getting actually too many surfactants on the, sur on the surface. With the waterless wash, people say, well, why can't I just dilute the waterless wash and use it as a rinseless? Well, once again, very different chemical package. And now those, uh, you know, those emulsifiers that are designed to be suspended in a certain way you're over diluting them they're no longer safely protecting your paint during that wash process and i just love having the waterless wash like let's say there's drips after my detail is over or you go through the car wash and there's drips down the mirror just with a towel you spray the waterless wash on there there's a bug gut on my paint right and i just want to safely remove it after i've had a ceramic coating on there it's nice for interior wipe downs it smells really nice it's got that ceramic infused protection i i just really like the idea of having a ready-to-use bottle uh, that, that has its own role. But there's going to be people, Ivan, who, who just heard your explanation and they're like, okay, I kind of get that, but why can't I just spray on rinseless and do the same thing? Well, in again, a, in a bottle. Yeah, the, the most important part of that is the rinseless is designed to be used with a wet wash media. So if you just spray your rinseless on at normal concentration, 256 to 1 or 4 milliliters to a liter, or... You know, let's say you under dilute it and you do it at 100 to 1, whatever. It's still not designed to provide the proper lubrication and safety using a dry wash media. And that's where the big difference is. So the wash media is the, the real differentiator between the two. The rinseless, if you use it with a wet wash media, it's no longer a waterless uh, because that wash media has to be in a bucket. It has to be wet. 
and you're constantly going back and forth to the bucket. The, the waterless, the way that it picks the dirt up off the surface, attaches it to the towel, and we keep rotating the towel. We keep going to a fresh side of the towel because that dirt doesn't get deposited somewhere like in the bucket with the rinseless wash. So very different there. But as you mentioned, there are a lot of uses for the waterless wash that someone who never intends to ever waterless wash their vehicle, they still should have it in their toolkit. Because waterless wash, like you say, for bird bombs, you're, you know, you're going out, you walk out from those from the shopping mall, you see the bird used your car as a toilet, time to bring out the wireless wash, quickly get it off there. And it's safe. It's easy. It's simple. Again, bug guts, like you mentioned. And for the detailer, you're doing that last little walk around. You've detailed the whole car. You're just doing that last little inspection. Oh, there's a little smudge here. There's a drip coming from the mirror. There's a drip coming from the door handle. Oh, I missed part of this door jam. It's great for door jams. Yeah, door jams, it's spectacular. Because, uh, you know, especially like a, on a hatchback, the trunk jam, it's hard to get in there with a pressure washer without getting the whole interior wet. It's difficult when you're using a wash mitt getting in there and you have to rinse it out and all that. So uh, if you have a hatchback, this is, you know, my favorite one is the waterless wash for that door jam specifically. So the hatch is just easy to get to and SUVs, etc. So it has a lot of uses, and even if you're never going to use it as a wireless wash. Now, wireless washes get a bad rap, personally, I think, because some companies overmarket their wireless wash. Like, it will do everything. You've been off-roading with your car, just spray some wireless wash on it, and you'll wash it without scratching it. That's a complete lie. Yeah, uh, way too overmarketed. Yeah, no, no. So wireless wash has its place. It is to clean a clean car. And that's a weird way of saying it. You have a bit of dust on your car. You have a bit of pollen. Uh, you know, you've driven to the show. So the day before you wash your car, Saturday morning, the car show is there. You drive to the car show. You drive across the lawn of the car show. You get a bit of moisture up from the, from the grass on the rocker panels. That's great. During the show, people are touching your car, even though you're asking them not to. But, you know, people have to touch. Oh, it's so nice. Uh, anyways. You can get those greasy little fingerprints off that off that car using a wireless wash. You can easily walk around. The ceramic protection in it is not a long-term protection. Never is intended to be. It's a like two, three week, maybe a month if you're lucky protection. It's just there to assist with the protection that's already there. It's not there to provide protection. So I, I think it's great to just say that we're not trying to make waterless anything that it's not. You know, it has a lane and it does that thing very well. It's super convenient and it's certainly a product that you're going to want to have in your arsenal. Whereas Rinseless is the most versatile product we have. I mean, it can do a lot of these things, but it's so interesting that you mentioned it. Just, well, to do it the right way, the way that the chemist has science this out is to use a wet wash media, which no longer means it's waterless. And it's like, oh yeah, okay, I get it now. Because Rinseless just means you don't have to rinse at the end, right? If you're doing a safe Rinseless wash, we'll often pre-treat it pressure wash it off, then treat it again with rinseless, then take our wet legacy sponge, duck it in the rinseless wash bucket, and wash the car. So if you want a safe wash, like we're telling you how to do it very safely with rinseless, waterless is for pretty clean paint. Yeah, waterless is, again, if you're, you know, if the only vehicle you drive is a Jeep and you only drive it off-road, yeah, you probably won't need to buy a waterless wash. But if, you know, your daily driver, 
uh, just that little touch up. You're in traffic and you got dust on your dash. <laughs> Reach for your waterless wash and just wipe it off. Uh, you know, you have a, a spill in the vehicle. You can quickly wipe it off using the waterless wash and safely, even on piano black and on the, you know, the nav screen, things like that. It makes an okay glass cleaner. Uh, you know, to me, it's a little, uh, how can I say, not the best use of it because it's not a cheap product. And, you know, we have better, we have the crystal clear glass cleaner, which is spectacular at cleaning glass. We have rinseless, which is great at cleaning glass. This is great at cleaning glass as well, but I would caution against cleaning the glass inside the vehicle with it because anything that has protection can cause fogging on the inside of your vehicle if the conditions are correct. So you don't want to use anything with a wax, a sealant or a ceramic on the inside of your windows. Yeah, that makes sense. And so as far as, you know, waterless wash goes, is there anything that you would say like is your favorite thing to use with it? I like a relatively high nap towel and uh, be very gentle. And a couple of reasons for the high nap towel. One is just the softness of it, but also the thickness. Where we get marring, no matter how you're washing your vehicle, be it with a, a wash mitt, be it with the legacy sponge, or be it with a dry microfiber towel using a waterless wash, where we get into problems and where people actually cause marring is by pressure points. So having that towel folded, and instead of folding it in four, I like to fold it in six. It fits my hand a little better. And at the same time, it's giving me another two layers of towel preventing those pressure points. Because you never go for the plush towel. You're always a short nap guy. So I was, why, I was like, why does he like the plush towel? It's like, oh, yeah, to avoid pressure points on a inherently risky wash process. Like if you're going to do this without pre-treating uh, and rinsing first, it better be a pretty dang clean car. And we're going to rely on the chemistry of this product and a plush microfiber with no pressure. And then the rolling towel method where you get a little bit on the on the towel. Then you keep using a clean part of the towel as you go, right? So you're not driving anything in. Yeah. So think of waterless washing as a precision wash, but it's not a fast wash. It's not a speedy wash. It is not a, you know, it's not the most time efficient way of washing your car. But like I say, there are a lot of circumstances where waterless wash is king. Like I said, you're at the show, you're at Cars and Coffee. Uh, if you own a dealership, keeping, you know, maintaining the cars in the showroom, great way of doing it with a waterless wash. The wireless wash, because of its emulsifiers as well, is actually a good pre-spray for the, um, the rinseless wash process. So if you have a lot of bugs on the front and you've got a sealant, you've got a wax on there that are not really resistant to chemicals and you don't want to use, you don't want to use an APC to break down those bugs. Well, rinseless wash does a great job of breaking them down, but it takes a bit of time. If you're a bit of a time crunch or you have a lot of bugs on there, the waterless wash actually does a really good job of breaking down and emulsifying because that's what it's designed to do. So even though the rinseless does a great job at it, the waterless wash does a better job and it's safer than the all clean on, you know, insects and bird bombs and things like that. How is it safer than all clean? I was going to ask, when would you use it versus all clean? And that's well, because all clean being a pH of 13 or 12, 13, depending on your water, what it's going to do is if you have a wax or a sealant, it's going to break it down. If you have a ceramic coating, don't worry about it. You know, spray your car down with all clean as much as you want. But the, the waterless wash, it's a relatively neutral pH. Therefore, it's not going to attack your wax. So you won't have to re-wax your car afterwards. 
That makes sense. That makes sense. People ask like, will all clean break down my sealant? And I just tell them, it's so hard to know for sure based on what product you applied, how long do you let the all clean dwell? But it's safe to say it will have some effect on the overall longevity if you give it a lot of dwell time uh, on the paint. But it it shouldn't do that at all with a good ceramic coating like ours because they are chemically resistant. (laughs) <laughs> with a ceramic coating don't worry about it but yeah. uh but nonetheless you know the all clean fabulous cleaner but the waterless wash because of its emulsifiers and its lubrication is actually a safer pre-treat for things like that than the all clean now it's not it's not great at breaking down grease and dirt or grease and uh, oils so yes it does break them down but again there is where the all clean is your better choice. So waterless wash is not for everything. And that's something that a lot of people, they've been marketed to before by other companies touting that this waterless wash does everything. And, you know, I pulled up to a gas station the other day and there's someone like, Hey, I can wash your car. And, you know, it's like, you can buy this product and do it yourself at home. It's like, well, I pretty much know a little about doing detailing myself, but, uh, you know, I, yeah, just please stay away from my car. It's fine. Yeah. You don't yeah. need to. You don't need to touch my car with your your waterless wash product. Uh, and the chamois. Yeah, yeah. chamois. That you know, they washed eighteen other cars with the same right. cotton towel. Not happening. Uh, but nonetheless, a lot of companies have unfortunately marketed waterless wash as this miracle product that does everything. And no, it doesn't do everything. And it's not a miracle product. You have to use it intelligently. You have to know its limitations. And you can creep up on those limits. It's like, I've got a bit of dirt here. Let's see what it does. And yes, you can, you know, work up to it. But think of it as it is a cleaning aid for my already pretty much clean car. You know, it's just that little touch up between washes. That's what the waterless wash is for. It's also great on classic cars where you kind of risk getting rust um if you're using a lot of water right can you talk about that yeah so on classic cars uh you know with all that beautiful chrome trim that chrome trim is actually held on clips that are clipped through holes in the body so every time you rinse down that beautiful antique car you're getting water behind the trim into the panels like inside the door inside the fender in you know basically anywhere where you actually don't want water to be going. So the waterless wash is just a very simple way. And most people that have classic cars are not driving them through a snowstorm. They're not driving them, you know, through a heavy rainstorm unless they're forced to, uh, they're not going off road with them. So with the classic car, it's a great thing. And like I said, you get to the show, you're showing off your car at the classic car show. It's just a nice way to keep it glossy throughout the day keep it clean, keep those fingerprints off and just, you know, keep it nice and pristine. And just before the judges come, give it a little wipe down. Yeah. It's just, for me, it's like, I don't know, we were polishing a car in uh, Eddie Cologne's garage. It was a Jeep and it was like, there was this little drip and it was like, well, my waterless wash gives me a little clean, gives me a little protect, like a little bit of clean, a little bit of shine. I'm, I'm not asking it to be the monster cleaner. I'm not asking it to be a ceramic coating. I don't mind that it shines it up a little bit, right? And so it's like, could I have sprayed that area down with rinseless? It was just, I guess I could have, right? Even though I, I, that's not the usage for it, but waterless wash just felt like the right product at the time. And it smells nice. And yeah, it's just a nice product. Just have a bottle in your garage. Use it as you decide you want to use it. 
like if you're spraying down a door jam or something at the end of a, a detail, you might have your bottle of rinseless and you might even have a wet towel, but then you got to dry it back down with dry. Or you might spray rinseless with a dry towel, which Ivan has advised you not to do. But you're going to get more shine from the waterless, right? So you're getting that two-in-one. It's just, a, it's nice. It's nice. Any other big mistakes people have made? Uh, we may not need to belabor this topic too much longer, but just like any other things you've seen where uh, don't use waterless wash that way or don't confuse the two, right? Because it can get confused. Well, yeah, again, it's the confusion of the two. And people, you know, people that aren't initiated into the world of rinseless washing, they don't comprehend difference between rinseless and waterless. To them, it's just a different way of saying the same thing. It is not the same thing. They're two very, very different chemicals. They work differently. They're designed to do two completely different things. So, you know, look up the uh, in the detailer's dictionary, the difference between rinseless and waterless. They, there is a difference. Chemically, there's a big difference. Mechanically, there's a difference as well. And how they're supposed to be used, how they're designed to be used is very different. And you can cause problems using a rinseless as a waterless, and you can cause problems using a waterless as a rinseless. So, we want you to be safe in your cleaning. We want your car to be safe. We want your paint to stay beautiful as long as it can. So don't try to dilute a rinseless into a waterless and don't try to reduce a waterless into a rinseless. It's just not going to work out well for you. I've been telling you don't try those things, but you do want to try a couple of things. And one of them is in the corner of the screen right now, there's actually a video about how to use waterless wash, right? And then yeah, in, the exactly. center, in the center of the screen, I'm, I'm going high tech, Ivan. Okay. Center, we're actually going to give them Rinseless Wash University. So either learn more about how to actually use a waterless wash on an old classic car, or yeah. get your uh, get your notebooks out because you're going to learn all about how to use Rinseless Wash, which is just a hugely fundamental part of detail. Very good. We'll see you in the next one. <laughs>